Okay, today's daf is Truma's daf Nun Ches 58, and we are in Perak Ochol Truma B'Shogeg. Uh, not to be confused with the next Perak on daf Samach Beis Ochol Truma Mezid. Uh, that'll be the uh, the next discussion. But this Perak is all about Shogeg, which we know if somebody is Truma B'Shogeg, a czar. We discussed yesterday about what the definition of a czar and a coin is, or two days ago. If somebody eats Bishogig, then they have to pay the Karen, and they have to give uh, a Chomesh, uh, another 25%, um, as we have said. And we mentioned in the Mishnah that the coin cannot be Mochel. Coin cannot be Mochel, uh, because this is either because it's Kapara, that's what Tosfa said in Ksubis uh, Daflamid, it's a Kapara. So, what do you mean, you're going to be Mochel, my Kapara? If I owe you money, okay, but if I don't owe you money, but I have to pay money to um, atone for a sin of mine, then there's nothing to do with you. Um, we said uh, yesterday in Machlokas, Nun Zayin we had a Machlokas between Rebbe and Rebaz Reb Shimon, uh, what gives, uh, when, when I'm mafresh, when I eat Shuma by accident, and I'm mafresh, the Chulin uh, Misukanim, uh, for the Kohen, and it gains the status of Truma, does it gain the status of, tr- of Truma only once it gets to the Kohen? Or right when I designate it, right when I designate it before I uh, give it to the Kohen. That was a Machlokas Tanoim uh, yesterday. And that was uh, the language of Rebbe was Matanoso um, Mekadashto, right? Giving it, giving it gives it uh, the status based on the Pasuk, Venosan Lakohen Ezekodesh. And her blessed Reb Shimon said, even Hafrashoso Mekadashto, even just being Mafrashit before giving it to the Kohen, right? When it comes to real Truma, then for sure Hafrashoso Mekadashto. Right, when it comes to real truma, right? Regular truma that I'm afresh, it's truma, right? When I, right, when I'm afresh, it's truma for, uh, chiv of chomesh, it's truma, it's truma for the isra of eating it. But the machlokas is, what about this chulin misukanim? Right, when I eat truma by accident and I have to designate chulin misukanim, that's the machlokas. So we're gonna get back to that, but that machlokas a little bit later, but keep that in mind. Machlokas, Rebbe, Rebelezer, Reb Shimon, when does the replacement truma Right, the chulam that becomes truma, when does that get the full status of uh, truma? Only once it's given, that's Rebbe. And Rebbe's Rebbe Shimon says, even once it's designated. So now we're up to the two dots on Nunzayim Beis. Machal v'yachar gachachal. What about the following case? Uh, a, a, somebody ste- a Yisrael steals truma. A Yisrael steals truma. And the Nigzal says, you know what? You don't have to pay me back. You don't have to pay me back the uh, truma. And then the, the, uh, the Israel ended up eating what he stole. So the Kohen is not, not allowed to be mochel, the chiv, when you have to pay back. But at this, at the point that the, the Yisrael stole it, it, he didn't do, he didn't eat it yet. So he stole it. And then the Kohen is mochel to him, so it's like kind of his. And then he eats it by accident. So now does he have to pay the Karen and the Chomesh? And if he does, to who? So, mochel v'yachar kachachal. Tiflukta Reb Yochanan Reb Shimon Min Lakish Machlokas Reb Yochanan Reish Lakish Machlokas in a parallel case, right? This case the Gemara asks about is if I stole and then the Nigza was Mochelmi and then I ate. So the case that they argue about is that if a man steals from his father, right? Who is a his, I'm sorry, his grandfather steals from his grandfather who happens to be a Kohen, and then after that his grandfather dies. And then he eats it by accident. So it's the same kind of idea, meaning at the time that it, that originally he stole it, and there was there was a machila or there was a death which created a yerusha. And now when he ate it, it's kind of his. So is there a chiyuv in that case? So the man's a Yisrael, but his mother is a bas kohen. 
So his grandfather has truma, and he stole from his grandfather, and then his grandfather died, and then he, the grandson, ate it by accident. Right, kind of similar to the case that was asked beforehand. He stole it, and the guy, the, the, the nigza was mochel, and then he did it. So this is a similar kind of idea. <clears throat> and the marafulda it just adds in. Look at the fourth uh, wide line. And then his grandfather died. And now he gets to be Yerusha. If the, if the Yisrael, the grandson, had not stolen it, he would get up a Yerusha. It's mine. I'm not allowed to eat it because I'm a Yisrael, but I can sell it. I can sell it to a Kohen. If I Yarshin Shuma for my Kohen grandfather, my maternal Kohen grandfather, so then I could, uh, I could sell it. But here the problem is, first he stole it, and then his grandfather died, and now he gets a portion of the Yerusha. So what's the halacha? Machlokas. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Mishan Lashavit. Rabbi Yochanan says, you gotta pay. You gotta pay. If the Goslin ate it, you have to pay to other Kohanim. Even though when he ate it, it was semi his, because when he ate it already, his grandfather had died and he yarshined, but still, you are not Yotze, you're Chiv of Hashavas Truma, unless, um, you give it. So that is Reb Yochanan. Very Shlagashamar, Mishalim Atzma, or Shlagashamar says, no, you have to be Mafrish, but you can keep it. You have to be mafish, but you can keep it. So machlokas are biyochan and reish and we assume that they would say the same thing in the first case. The first case where the a, man, a Yisrael stole, and then the the kohen says, you know what? It's fine. You can keep it, and then he eats it. So similar, do you have to pay it out? Rabbi Yochanan would say, you gotta pay it, so you gotta pay a Kohen. You gotta pay someone else. Gezel Shevet. And Rabbi Yishlakish would say, no, he could keep it for himself. So Amar Rabbi Yonah, would say this to Rabbi Yochanan. Rish Lakish who says that you could keep it has the following argument. Al daitech. The Tamar Mishalim Lashevet. You say that you have to pay other Kohanim, but if that's true, which means what? If you have to pay other Kohanim, that means the Kohen, the other Kohanim kind of have a hold on this, uh, even though you now have it, because, but you stole it. You stole it from a, uh, of a, of a, from a Kohen and he was Mochel, or you stole it from a grandfather and the grandfather died. Uh, in either of those cases, you're saying that you have to pay another Kohen? Rish Lakar says to Rabbi Yochanan, al the Tamar Mishalim Lashavit, Vahatanina, but we learned on Tamar's daf, on Tamar's daf, Ganav Trumas Hektish Vahachla. What happened if a, this, a Kohen is Truma and he's Maktish it? He's Maktish that Truma. So now that Truma has double Kedusha. It's Truma's Hektish. And then a Yisrael stole it and ate it. Yisrael stole that Truma's Hektish and ate it. So what's that? By accident. By accident. He didn't know. He didn't know if it was, uh, maybe I don't know if the stealing was by accident, but the eating was by accident. So the Mishnah says there are, he has to pay the Karen. He has to pay the principal uh, back to the Based on Mikdash. And he has to pay two Chomeshes. What's two Chomeshes? You have to pay a Chomesh when you, um, eat something from the base of Mikdash, Mi'ila. There's Chomesh for Mi'ila, and there's Chomesh for Truma. So because this was Truma and Hektish, Mi'ila, so you have to pay both. You have to pay two, two uh, Chomeshes. So Mishalim, Shnei Chomeshin, the Karen. You have to pay two Chomeshes and the Karen. So asks Rishlak and now to Rabbi Yochanan. But if it's true, if it's true that, uh, you consider that if somebody stole and then Mokhel is kind of his now, but you still have to pay the Kohen. So the Mishnah is trying to come up with cases. How many Chomishes could you pay? I could come up with a case where you could pay two Chomishes. But according to you, there's a case where you could pay three Chomishes. The Yishalim Shlosha. 
Peshlosha, why? Because we know there is a sugya of Asham Gezelos. Asham Gezelos, also called Shuas Hapikadon. If I have something of yours that, anyway, I found an object of yours, I was your Shomer, I stole something from yours, and I have something of yours, and you say, can I please have my item, and I swear I don't have it. I swear I don't have it. Shuas Hapikadon. Right, Asham Gazelos, right? And then I admit that I, I really took it. I swore, so in that case, you're Chayev Karen Chomish and Asham. You're Chayev the principal. Let's forget Truman and, uh, and Hektish. I, I stole your watch. And you say, you stole my watch. I'm like, I swear I didn't see, uh, steal your watch. And the next day, I, I would do Truva, Amote, that I stole. So I have to give you back the watch, and I have to give you Chomish. I bring a carbon. Asham Gazelos. So in that case, you would be, that's, that's the, a third Asham. So why, what, if you say here, Rish Lakh says Rabbi Yochanan, according to you, you have to pay the Kohen. So if the Kohen comes to you and says, where's my, or the, the Kohen that works in the base of English says, where's the Truma Hakdish? And you swear that you don't, uh, have it, and then you end up admitting, that's another Chomesh. According to me, Rish Lakh says, I could keep it. Right? I could keep it. So therefore, if it's partially mine, so then it's, uh, there's no Shaila. That's not called a denial of a financial stake of someone else. That's the only time that you're going to be Chayef Chomesh for this, uh, case of, uh, Shuas where you, you, um, swore about a financial stake that someone else has and ends up that you could cause them a loss and then, and then you admit. So according to me, it's, um, you know, it, it wouldn't be a problem. But according to you, look at the top, top line of our folder. Vishalam Gimel. Vishalam Gimel Chumshin. Echabishvok Zela. Kigon. Shegazal Chumas Hektish. Vinishba. Vehoda. Tekaimalanda Mishalim Chomesh. Five little title of Misty. Od Chomesh to Gazel. You could add another Chomesh in this case. Not just a Chomesh for Meila and a Chomesh for Shruma. A Chomesh for Asham Gzelos. So why don't you say that case? Answers the Gemara, Rabbi Yasa, B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan, HaTorah Amra Yasa Bo When you pay, when he pays the Asham for Gzela, that would include any Chomesh that comes from that item, which would include the Chomesh for Asham Gzelos. Right, that one, it's included. You're right, even if that was the case, in this case, you wouldn't pay an extra Chomesh, Rabbi Yochanan says. Well, that's based on a pasuk, which we'll get to uh, soon. Uh, just to, re- to, re- to review and remember, put it in context. The Rambam says, um, in Hilchas Toyn Vinitan, the Rambam talks about the three Shavuot Arises, that you would have to, uh, Bethel would be Mechaibu. Three Shavuot Arises, remember that? That's Shavuot Eid Echad, Shavuot Mod Bemixas, and Shavuot Hashomrim. Those are the three Shavuot that Bezdin, Shavuot Daraisa Shal Bezdin. The Rambam at the beginning of Hilchas Shavuot, in Sefer Hafla, has the four Shavuot, four types of Shavuot, not that Bezdin is going to make you pay, take, but that might come up in life. And that, of course, if you remember, Shavuot Bitui, Shavuot Shav, Shavuot HaPikadon, and Shavuot HaEidus. Right, Shavuot Bitui is a Shavuot of expression. It's all Masech HaShavuot. Shavuot Bitui. I swear I will drink wine. I swear I won't drink wine. I swore I drank wine. I swear I didn't drink wine. All of those are Shavuot, the four types of Shavuot Bitui. Two in the future, two in the past, uh, and the positive and the negative. Right, so Shavuot Bitui. So that's uh, four. Well, but that's all number one. Shavuot Bitui. Shavuot HaShav. Shavuot HaShav are four types of shvuas of. False, useless shvuas. Shvuas shav. You swear a table is a table, you swear a table is a chair. Both of those are shvuas shav. Those are the um, first two categories. Category number, uh, or the fir- that's category one. Shvuas shav is adavar yadua she'en okein, or adavar yadua she'hukein. Uh, number two, um, I'm sorry, the, both, those are the first two. Number three is nishma lavatel as a mitzvah. 
right? I swear I'm not going to sit in a sukkah. I swear I'm not going to eat matzah. And number four, uh, to swear about something impossible, right? So those are all shuas shoves, shuas shoves. So shuas bitu shuas shove, and then shuas abikadon, which is our discussion. Shuas abikadon. I swear about something that I have of yours, and I cause you a financial loss, right? That's shuas abikadon. The Rambam says. I have something of yours. You gave it to me. I borrowed it. I found it. And he's me. Give me my money. And I deny it. So if you just deny it, I, sw- I lie, then I violate the Isra of lying. But if I swore about it, I swore falsely, and then if I admit, right, if I admit that I lied, so then, I chayev keren chomesh and asham. My chayev ashvuas apikadon mishlam keren shekafarbo im tosefes chomesh umakar vasham vaday v'chol and he gives an asham v'cholu and and he continues and then shvuas aedus is the last one where I know testimony on someone's behalf. If I would testify, I would get him money. Uh, by not te- not testifying, I cause him a financial loss. Those are the four shvuas in life: shvuas bitu, shvuas shav, shvuas apikadon, and shvuas aedus. So shvuas apikadon is what comes up here. Uh, I can come up with a case of a third Chomesh, and he says, no, it's included. Good. says to Rav Isi, Tartin Milin, Amen B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan. We heard, we heard you say two things in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Atun Amen Mehan, but you didn't say what the source is. Two statements of Rabbi Yochanan, but we don't know where it comes from, what the sources are. So, I'm going to mention them, and you please tell me the source. Amen Rabbi Yochanan, the first statement of Rabbi Yochanan, is the one that we just said. Yatza Yidei Gzelo. Right? The um, Chomesh that I pay for stealing Gezel, right? For Gezel, the stealing, or um, I'm sorry, for Truma, uh, is, includes any type of other Chomesh that might come from this, including swearing about it falsely. So, what's the, what's the source for that? So, the Gemara quotes, this is the source. V'nasan Lakoinus HaKodesh, Kivan Shenasnu Lo, once you give it to the Kohen, then any other Chomesh that might come from this, including swearing about it falsely, so then, it is included. It's included. The Chomesh of the Shuas HaPikadon is included in the Chomesh of returning Shruma. Right? And the Raman Paskin is that way. The Raman quotes this uh, in Yud Chavav. The Rambam says... Hagozel Truma Vaachla Mishalem. I sw- I, I stole Truma and I ate it. Mishalem Karen Vachomesh Echad. I have to pay Karen and Chomesh. Shachomesh Shachayev Bo Mishim Truma Yatsa Boy Degzelo. Right? If I steal and ate it, I, I that's what I have to pay. Ve'eno Chayev Ela Chomesh Shel Kodesh. V'rasal Lakoin is a Kodesh. Ve'eno Chayev Ela Chomesh Shel Kodesh Bilvad. Gazla and it says if you give it to someone else, uh, then you um, you know there's other responsibilities. But that's what Rambam says. You only have one Chomesh. Never have two Chomshin. On, um, on, on this, unless it's a separate Avera. So that's a question. Why do you have to pay, if you say, this Pasuk's teaching me, only one Chomesh. Only one Chomesh on the Truma. So why, if it's hectic, do you pay a second Chomesh? If it's hectic, you pay a second Chomesh. So, so why is that? It says, Why is that, uh, why is that different? So the stipler in Zroim, the stipler in Zroim, in Simen Yudal, it says, 
Well, the reason is because the pay, the chomesh of truma is kapara, as we said. The chomesh of hektish is also kapara. You can't be yotze two kaparas with one payment. So that's why the hektish payment and the truma payment cannot be one and the same. That's not going to cover. The chomesh for swearing falsely about money that you have of someone else's, that's not kapara. That's just a, a, a financial obligation that you have, that you stole from the other guy and you swore about it. So that you could double dip. I'm paying you back. I'm paying you back. You're getting something back from me. So you're right. I'm also doubling that up with a kapara payment, but that's fine. Mamona and kapara, you could do as one payment. Kapara and kapara, you can't. If you have two kaparas to do, you have to get, you have to pay twice. To pay twice. Only kapara and mamona can overlap. So that's the, that's what the disciples says in Simon Yudalid. Be'inyan tashlume truma. He says, Inema de chomesh de hektish midin kapara. Vikvarn is buyer shagam chomesh de truma humidin kapara. They're both kapara. Ulafizim is staver. Shainu yacholat seisi de chova. So shnea kaparas, bechomesh echad. Two kaparas, you can't do with one payment. The hogabi karbanas, just like you have two karbanas, you can't be you did two averis, mechal shabbos and eight chelav, whatever it is, you can't bring one carbon for two averis, two kaparis. But the chomesh of gzela, that's mamon, that's mamon, and therefore that, interestingly, because it's different, it can overlap. It's like a knas, and therefore. That's why uh, the chomesh of the hekdish would not be able to be included in the chomesh of the truma, while the chomesh of geneva, gzela, of stealing and, and swearing about it, that would be able to be included. Good. So that's the first statement Reb Zeyra said to Reb Yisi. Uh, Reb Yochanan said this, I don't know what the source is, and he gave him the source. That's the first source. Now, next, next the statement. Atun Amrin B'Shir Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Zeyra says the name of, of Rabbi Yochanan. The following. B'makam Shechitas Hashem Te'isrefasa. Talking about the Paraduma. Right, the Paraduma is a quote carbon. I'll put it in quotes, a carbon. Um, why is it in quotes? Because it's not, it's not done in the base of Megdash. Right, the Paraduma, the entire Avoda is done on Harazesim. Right, they walk on a ramp to Harazesim, they build a ramp, and they look towards the base of Migdash, they look towards Harabayas, and there on Harazesim is where the Paraduma is shechted, and where the blood is sprinkled, and where it is burnt. Right, that's on Harazesim, right? We think Harazesim, the past couple hundred years, it's become the ultimate cemetery, the ultimate, uh, Tuma of cemetery, but really in the, according to Chazal, it was the ultimate Makam Tara. Because that's, that's the place we had to do the paraduma, and you built a ramp with the ohalim under it, so make sure everybody stays tar, right? The most chamur, the most chamur, uh, halachas regarding, uh, tumavatara. So, anyway, one detail is, the place where it was shechted is where it is burned. That's me in the same place. Veles atonamr minhon, and you didn't say from where. So, malkadun, what's the source? Where does it say? Where's the source in the Torah that you have to burn the paraduma? You're not like the paraduma in the base of Mikdash. It's burned on Harazesim. So you burn the paraduma in the same place as you shaft it. So my kadun, Rebbe Lazar, Bershem, Rebbe Hoshia, Al-Pirsha Yisrof. So the Pashat of that Pasuk is Al-Pirsha. Pirsha means it's waste. Al-Pirsha Yisrof. With its waste, you burn it. But we darshin, Mach Mamina, that doesn't Pasuk teach me anything. Rebbe Yirmiya, Bershem, Rebbe Imi, Makom Prishasa Mechayim. 
Pirsha can mean prishasa, the place that it separates from life, the place where you kill it, where you shecht it. Shamtehisrefasa. So al pirsha in the place where it's separated from life, Yisrof, that's that's where it should be burnt. That's the remez that we uh, have in that in that same spot. The Rambam, interestingly, twice. The Rambam, when he quotes the avoda of the paraduma, he says it's not only in the same spot; it's on the mizbeach. On the Mizbeach, right? Usually, you don't she- you don't shecht on top of the Mizbeach. In the base of Migdash, you shecht uh, somewhere in the Azara, and then you sprinkle the blood, and then you cut up the animal, and you carry the animal off on top of the Mizbeach. Right? The Mishnayis in Zvachim talks about what if you shecht on top of the Mizbeach, right? Some carbonates have to be shechted on the north side of the Mizbeach, right? The Kachik Kachim. So is the top of the Mizbeach better than that? Worse than that? Um, but the Paraduma, you put it on top. The Rambam describes in, in the third parak of Hilchas Para. The third parak, he says, um, you put it on top, and that's where you, um, you put, you tie the cow down on top of the uh, wood. You do the shechita and the kabbalah adam while the paradum is on top. And then it's already on top. And then you burn it. Then you burn it. So it's not just in the spot. It's mamish the spot on top of the wood. On top of the mezbeach. Right? Yorim uh, min Then after he he goes on top, after he shechs the animal, he starts lighting the fire with little uh, small pieces of wood. You put him onto the big pieces of wood, like a real... Uh, uh, set up fire. And you wait until it burns. It gets burned. And then you put, put the other uh, ingredients of the fire in. But that's the that's the Rambam in Hilchas uh, in Hilchas Para. What, once once we have Hilchas Para Paragimel open, we can't not say the last line of Hilchas Para Paragimel, which um, we have mentioned in the past. That's what the Rambam says that there, based on the Mishnah in Para, that there are going to be ten Paradumas in history. Ten paradumas. Nine have already happened. Nine have already happened. The Rambam says, "V'teisha uh, paras adumos naasu mishenitztavu b'mitzvazu ad shacharif abayis b'shniya." There were ten paradumas from the time that this mitzvah was commanded until churban b'yisheni. The Rambam says, "Rishona asa Moshe Rabbeinu." Moshe Rabbeinu did the first paraduma. Interesting. Moshe Rabbeinu did it. Didn't Elazar? The Skanko and Gogol do it? Okay, in the days of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu did it. Number two, Shniya Asa Ezra. Ezra did number two. That was the beginning of Bayashani. Then another seven during Bayashani. Right? There was a lot of murder going on. There was a lot of tumah going on. Vesheva me Ezra and Chorban Right? So there was one Moshe, one Ezra, seven during Bayashani. Vahasiris Ose HaMelech HaMashiach. And the tenth one will be done by Mashiach. And then the Ramam adds two words. Mehera Yigala, right? May he be revealed quickly. And we noted from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, what's the Ramam doing here? Mehera Yigala. The Ramam is giving like a Dvar Torah and he's saying, right? Mashiach shall come soon. So that's, 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 that's for a Dvar Torah that we give in, uh, at a, uh, at a Simcha. That's not for the Rambam's Mishnah Torah. The Rambam here, every word, every word is, is, uh, thought about and, and noted. So what's the Rambam saying? Mehera Yigala. So he explains because the it's, it's a it's a reaction that that you can't not have when you mention Mashiach when you mention Paraduma Meheri Yigala the Ram has to say that he can't not it's like a it's like an emotional not just an emotional maybe it's a halachic right Animam in but uh, that's what the Ram says at the end here of Paragimel 
that uh, the tenth paraduma will be done by Melech HaMashiach Mehera Yigalas. That's this. This is the second statement of Rabbi Yochanan uh, that Rabbi Zira asked, "What's the source?" And we gave the source. Fine, Rabbi Yochanan. So now we get back to. Now we get back to. We're at the fifth line. We started off today with the Machlokas Tanaim. So the Gemara is going to say maybe the Machlokas Tanaim is parallel to our Machlokas Amaram. What was the Machlokas? The, the end of yesterday's shir. We repeated at the beginning of today's shir. Machlokas Rebbe and Rebbelazer Reb Shimon. When I uh, have to be mafresh. I eat by accident, so I have to be mafresh chulin misukanim. I'm mafresh chulin misukanim. I didn't give it to the kohen yet. So is it is it truma yet? Does that have the status of truma yet? Machlokas. Machlokas when it gets the status of truma. Machlokas Rebbe and Rebbe Shimon. So we're about to say, well, maybe there's a parallel. We just had machlokas Rebbe Yochanan Reish If I uh, remember the case? I stole Truma from my grandfather, and then the grandfather died, and then I ate it. So do I have to give it to them, or can I just separate it and keep it for myself? So again, maybe that's the same Achlok as the Gemara is about to say. If you say you have to give it, so then maybe you're saying it doesn't have the status of Truma until it's given to uh, Nasina. But maybe if it's just you know, it's designated, I could, just like uh, the um Reb Shimon said, so maybe that's like Rish Lakish, who says you could keep it for yourself. So that's what the Gemara says. Maybe there's a parallel. Reb Yochanan, Karebi. Reb Yochanan, who said that you have to actually give it in these cases where you stole it, and you have to actually give it Reb Yochanan, Karebi. Reb Yochanan is like Rebbe, who says in, at the end of yesterday's daf that you have to actually, it gets full status of truma only once you give it to the Kohen. Rishem and Lakish, Karebi Lazar Reb Shimon. And Rish Lakish, who says, no, you could keep it. You could keep it. Holds like Reb Lazar Reb Shimon, who says the status has gotten right when you're mafresh it. Right when you're mafresh it. So shall we say there's a parallel? So like Mara says, Amar Rebbe Boon No, you don't have to say they're parallel. Then Yispar of Shimon Ben Lakish Karebi, even if Rish Lakish could like Rebbe. Again, Rish Lakish who says, Rish Lakish who says, I stole from a Kohen, and then he was Mochila to me, and then I ate it by accident. So I'm allowed to be Mafresh and keep it. So that Rish Lakish could hold like Rebbe. Rebbe said, uh, in yesterday's daf, that the full status of Truma is only once you give it to the Kohen. So how does that work with Rish Lakish? So Gemara says, When does Rebbe say that, that it only gets the full status only when you have to give it to the Kohen? Meaning, when you ate it at a time when it still belonged to the Kohen. But in a situation where you don't have to give it to the Kohen, meaning you ate it when it was yours. Right? What are the two cases discussed? By He stole it from a Kohen and the Kohen was mochel to him. So now it's his. And then he ate it. Or the case where he stole from his grandfather and his grandfather died. So in both those cases, the Gemara says, maybe Rebbe would agree that you don't have to give it to the Kohen in that case. So you don't have to say that Rish Lakish has to be like Rebbe Lazar, Bereb Shimon. Right? Maybe he could be like Rebbe. And I'll give you a proof. Rebbe would agree that if by the time you ate it, it's yours, it's, it's, uh, it's okay. You don't have to give it. So we bring a parallel, which is not exactly the same case, but it's similar. The following discussion from Bechorus. The following mission in Bechorus. In the case, somebody has a Petr A Jew owns a donkey. The donkey has the firstborn. So the halacha is, what's the halacha with that firstborn? It's a Petr Chamor. The halacha is, I have to take a sheep and give it to the Kohen. That's my mitzvah. I give it to, I give a sheep to the Kohen and then I can keep my donkey. What if I don't give a sheep to the Kohen? I have to kill the donkey. I can't get any hana from it. Right? That's the mitzvah daraisa 
uh, two mitzvahs, right? One is pidyon petr chamar, right? The best thing to do is to give the sheep to the Kohen. And if not, the mitzvah is to kill the chamar. Unusual. But that's what happens if I'm mafresh petr chamar. I have a sheep. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I have a sheep in my backyard. I'm going to give it to the Kohen tomorrow. And guess what? I go back out in the morning and the sheep died. The sheep died before I gave it to the Kohen. Do I have to give another sheep to the Kohen? Am I chayev b'achrayis? I already designated it. This sheep is going to be my petr chamar for the petr chamar and... And, uh, but I never got to give it to him. Machlokas. Reblazer, Omer, Chayav and Bachrayuso. Yeah, you're Chayav Bachrayis. He got to give another sheep. Why? What is it similar to? Kechami Shalom Shalben. Like Pidyon Aben money. What if I designate Pidyon Aben money to give to the Kohen for my firstborn son and I never gave it to him? It got stolen. That's my, I still have to give more. It doesn't count until I give it. So just like, Reblazer says, just like Pidyon Aben money, it doesn't count until you give it to the Kohen. So to the sheep. For Petachamar, it doesn't count until you give it to the Kohen. Vachachamim Omrim. No, the Chalim say, once you designate the sheep, it's like Meister Shani money. Meister Shani money? What if Meister Shani money gets stolen? I would have to designate more Meister Shani money. I'm not Chayev Bachrayas. So Machlokas, Rabbi Eliezer, and the Chachamim about the case of the lost uh, sheep. But now the Gemara said, this is what's important for us. Moder Rabbi Eliezer, who says... Until it gets there, it doesn't count, right? Which is similar to our case of Rebbe. Until it gets there, it doesn't become Truma. But Rebbe Eliezer would admit, What if my grandfather is a Kohen and he got sheep? He got sheep for a Petah Hamor. And then I, and then he, um, and then I yarshened it. So then, that, once I mafresh it, once uh, it was designated, then it's good enough. Meaning, even if you say that you have to give it to the Kohen, like Rebbe Yezer says, but if it's yours, if you come up with a case that it's yours, you got it from the grandfather, so then you won't have to give it. So, so too in our case. Rebbe who says that in a normal case, I ate Truma by accident, and I am designated Hulan Misukanim to give to the Kohen. In that case, until it gets to the Kohen, I'm responsible for it. It doesn't have the status of Truma. But if you have a case where it's mine like the case of stealing the truma and then the, the gan of his mochel, or the case of the grandfather. So in that case, Rebbe would agree. So so too, this is a parallel to that uh, to that case. Again, a lot here. Maybe just one thought about uh, the, um, maybe the Taz, right? There's a third. The Gemara here talks about two out of the three mitzvahs of Bechor, right? There's Pidyon Aben, that's Bechor Adam. And then there's uh, Petr Hamar, firstborn donkey. The one that's not here in the Gemara is Pechor behema tahora. If you have a firstborn sheep, that's a carbon. It's automatically a carbon. Pechor behema tahora. So asks the Taz, we mentioned this a long time ago, ask the Taz in Yeridea, Shin Chafalev, why is it that on two out of the three mitzvahs that were applied to a Bechor, you make a bracha? Right, you make a bracha on Pidyon Aben, right, on Pidyon Aben, you make a bracha on Petachamor. Not such a common mitzvah, but it's a, it's a mitzvah that applies today. If a Jew has a donkey and he's going to give a, a sheep to the Kohen, so you make a bracha. I'll pidyon petachamor. What about pachar behemah tahora? If I have a firstborn sheep, it's, go, it's, it's a carbon. There's no bracha there. That's the Taz's question. Why is there bracha on only two out of the three? So he quotes the priest who gives one answer, which we're not going to do, but then the Taz himself says that the reason is because only by the first two do you do something. If you're doing something, then you make a bracha. By, by pidyon aben, I'm, do, I'm designating money, I'm giving it to the Kohen. Right? I'm doing something. Or by the, by the donkey, I'm, I'm changing the kedusha onto the sheep. I designate a sheep, I give it to the Kohen. By a bachar be the animal is born, guess what? It's a carbon. It's a carbon. Automatically. I did nothing. So what are you doing? 
You're not doing anything. That's why you don't make a bracha. It's automatic. The Israel never had it. It belongs to Hashem right away. It's as if I didn't have that animal. It's as if the Kohen had it. The Rabbat, the Torah gave it to him. Even more than, again, Pidgin Aben, it's, it's all always earmarked eventually, but I get to choose which money, I get to choose which sheep. Here it's automatic. It was never mine. Very important. Taz, Shinchaf Aleph, Sifkat and Zion in Yaradea. Okay, there's more here, Pigeon Aben, but uh, we'll stop here by the Achal um, Chumas Chaver.